Yo, before we get into this podcast, I want to ask for a huge favor from you. And that is if you have or you are getting value from this podcast, if you were to leave us a review or subscribe, it would mean the world. And quite frankly, selfishly, it's because I want to, we want to continue sharing these conversations, this medicine with the world. And when you leave a review, when you subscribe, it's a vote. And we would love to have your vote. Nonetheless, thank you so much and enjoy. The default is always surface conversation. And we've learned to go really deep into conversation, really diving deep. And sometimes that's like brutal honesty, you know, you know, asking your friend or family member, hey, how are you doing? They're like, oh, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. How are no, you really doing? Really, how are you really doing? And I want to add that I had a really profound conversation with my mother like two weeks ago. And I went so deep that things came out that she hasn't told me and hasn't told anybody because I was like, I'm going to go deep with my mother. Paula and Lamont are the co-creators of Neo Sutras and perhaps some of the most incredible movement artists I've ever come across in my entire life. And in this podcast, we got to discuss this weird thing of how we live in a world where we've never been more connected, but somehow we still aren't connecting, or at least not as deeply as we are capable of. And how through their movement technology, Neo Sutras, we can experience deeper love and connection with ourselves and the people that we love most in this world. Pola, Lamont, Neo Sutras. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Hello. Thank you, Wolf. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. Such a pleasure. Well, it's a pleasure for and me. I- this is the first time I've been able to do a uh, an interview with two people at the same time. So this is a, a brand new experience for me. And being able to, to create it with both of you uh, is really it's cool. It's like this, like this new level. And for one, knowing that you, Lamont, I've done an, an episode with before, and we dove deep into all kinds of things from like plant medicine to love and movement. And now being able to, to yeah. share the space with you and Pola, you were uh, recently booed up, wifed up. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> really bringing it all together. Thank you guys for being here today. Thank yes. you so much for having us. Thank you for it's an honor and I'm grateful to have the missus here with me. <laughs> beautiful. And both of you, both of y'all are beautiful. Totally gorgeous. And also it, the the energy of what you guys create, not only in your your partnership, but also what you create inside of Neo Sutras, which is as funny as like, I wish I had a way to be able to, as we were doing this, display what you guys create, because these are words and we're talking about it, but obviously we're going to have to direct people to your actual work, which we'll talk about more towards the end. But what you guys are creating with Neo Sutras is remarkable. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. And I want to first start by just asking you, what is, in your words, what is Neo Sutras? Ladies first. Uh, Neo Sutras originally is a combination of two words, if we're talking about how we came out with the name. So Neo in the translation means new, and Sutras is a Hindu word, which means knowledge or philosophy. And so by combining those two, we having new knowledge or new philosophy, 
But basically, in our practice, uh, we're combining old knowledge that's been here for centuries and something new that come in with the new time, with the new exploration mm. of us humans. So this practice connects uh, movement, different types of dance, acrobatics, yoga, meditation, and different forms of art. So we're using the art forms to inspire people, and to also uh, kind of invite them into our world, because sometimes what we feel is really hard to describe in words, but it's much easier to deliver through the art pieces. Mm. And now communication. Exactly. Yeah, and it's a, it creates uh, an instantaneous connection with people when they see uh, certain art and, and they're experiencing this state that's been invested into these pieces. And so it's, it's really a very effective way to immerse people into the frequency of, you know, what we're creating, because it's literally based on the frequency of love mm. and on the frequency of understanding each other, giving each other space, being yourself, allowing yourself, you know, being whatever's happening and just mm -hmm. uh, being very gentle to your to yourself and to others. Might I add to, uh, from my viewpoint and my perspective, mm -hmm. that uh, Neo Sutras is simply a, a love brand. It's a mm -hmm. love concept. It's like allowing yourself to love yourself, to love others. And when you're on that vibration and that frequency, you're going to automatically attract that person or family into your life. So it essentially comes from love first. And we do the, all this through the movement. And as Paula stated, uh, the intention is to share this information um, audio visual with the frequency of love that's going to imp um, impact the viewer and feel a sense of uh, peace and Zen and love. And that's the intention of Neo Sutras. Mm. Okay. So for context, first of all, that was very beautifully articulated. I feel like you guys have been, you've done this before. Have you ever? Well, you know, Wolf, since our own like development and our personal journeys of like spiritual alignment and yeah. love, we now we now we actually understand the concept of neosutras even more because we're constantly doing self work. Mm. It's every day we're doing more self work, and now it's coming to the conclusion that we're like, wow, this is what it is, and it's a growing environment. But now we know exactly what it is because uh, in the beta stages, we you know, we uh, we just wanted to like perform and make it something, but over time. As we started doing our personal work, we understood the grand scheme of what Neo Sutras is. Not scheme, but purpose and mission. Mm. Or fulfillment. The, fulfillment. The, the base energy of it. You know, we we supposed to go through our own exploration, self-exploration, and uh, you know, jump over many humps to actually feel it and to to understand what we're understanding right now. So it was a beautiful journey of self-growth, mm. and it still is. We are continuously, um, you know, going through life like every other human beings. It's, uh, you know, we have challenges, but what's definitely changed is the integrity of our relationships and mm. the, the essence of our relationships. We understood that we're capable to connect on such a deep, respectful uh, level mm. with one another. Goosebumps. That... We just can't keep it for ourselves. We, 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 we cannot not to share it because we are humans and we capable to experience um, 
ourselves and each other on a, such a beautiful frequency. But to reach there, of course, it's important, you know, to face um, yourself the the walls that are standing on the on the way towards that beautiful feeling. Hmm. Okay. So there's a so many so many beautiful things that are coming up for me. I could cry. Uh, so first of all, if you ever notice any point, I'm like looking down because I have to take notes because you guys are saying so much that I need to make sure that I, I can actually come back and trace it all because you're dropping a lot of nuggets. But the thing that I want to come back to most immediately is first and foremost, we're talking about a thing. We're using words to describe an actual physical practice or sounds almost like this way of life where the frequency of love, and I'm sure that there are other words you might use, but at a foundational level, the frequency of love through movement, through breath, through exploration, being able to go and do our own personal journeys. It sounds like you guys are saying, yeah, like we're together. Like we have this thing that we create together, but we also still go do our thing. He got, he goes and does his work. I go and do my work. But when we create, we're always creating new leaves at Neo Sutra, the new knowledge and being able to take what is old, not only within ourselves, but also culturally around us and everything, being able to take that, bring it together and also create newly and bringing that, that love energy newly anytime and of course this is just what i'm pulling from it if anything is out of like missing just tell me but it almost sounds like it's keeping the fire of love however it shows up new through the constant evolution and being curious and the exploration that is infinite if we allow it to be as such does that feel like in that Bingo. direction Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very, you, you, you're very sensitive and obviously receiving it very well. Um, oh, he's tribal. And, <laughs> and in terms of um, like everything what's, what's created on this earth, we can experience it through love or we can experience it through wounds. Mm. There is basically no other way. And when we experience in everything through love, every experience is gorgeous. It's really beautiful. Even the experience that may seem not that pleasant from the first sight, if you experience it through the prism of love, then it transforms. Because and love doesn't have boundaries and borders. As soon as you experience it once, as soon as you have this reference point, you don't want to go back. Because mm. you understand that we are so, we carry such a huge power. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, we probably wasn't accessing to that power for you know quite a long time and it seems like sometimes the world is hopeless or you know maybe too harsh and etc and we felt that way too mm -hmm. and we still have these days but as soon as we have a reference point we're always helping each other because we're also also having each other to come back to this love frequency yeah. and as soon as you are in it then everything is common places. It's a gradual thing. It's not something that happens overnight. Are you sure? And <laughs> <laughs> snap fingers. Maybe there's people. Maybe there's rocky people who you know who can kind of like jump into it and never leave this space. Well, what I can say is like everything has its time and place, and everyone's path is different. Yeah. Like for instance, like Jesus. Like Jesus was a person that was here to deliver love and consciousness to people. And people couldn't really comprehend it because they had no reference point. But he was here to give and share that um, this beautiful uh, technology of love. Mm -hmm. And so 
everyone's path is different. And, you know, like Paula said, it's not always going to be easy or beautiful, but if you come from the perspective of love, like then you'll understand the grand architect of things. And I want to just come closer to the tools of how to do it, because, you know, we're talking very broadly and, you know, everybody going to like, oh, sure. But how can I get to that point and that frequency? But it comes to uh, on a daily basis to first be aware of what you fit in your your mind and your emotions and your impressions with. And it starts literally with choosing, you know, um, how you start in your day. Uh, what people you have in around you, are they bringing you more positive or negative energy? Are they helping you to evolve or opposite they suppressing you and your potential? Then the food you eat, how your body responds mm-hmm. to it, what you watch on TV, what frequency of music you are, you are, you are listening to. All this comes to this, you know, big organism of uh, impressions that we are uh, scanning on a daily basis and on subconscious mind you know, reformulating certain, um, you know, self-response. And after we not understand why we feel sad or why we feel this, but if you become more aware of what you're consuming in terms of the information on a daily basis, then it's, you know, it's become obvious. And new sutras, like you mentioned before, is the art of living. It's not just uh, some practice. It is part of it. It's, it's a, a physical practice because we are physical beings still. Like we have a physical body. We cannot leave it on the side. We got to continuously use this and improve it and charge it. And this gentle, playful movement helping to self-explore, to self-love, and you know, to find this self-comfort within your body. Mm and then apply it with each other mm-hmm. because you know if we don't know what what we feel good with how we're gonna know how we like can you know be combined with other person mm-hmm. if we don't know what's pleasant for us and mm-hmm. what's not i want to add to what you're saying is that most importantly um is the intention is number one like the intention mm-hmm. is like what is your intention your intention is to heal to be loved, to share love, to to upgrade and to evolve. So once you set the intention and the thought frequency, uh, law of attraction, thoughts become things with the uh, with the uh, vision of love, then everything will fall into place. So I would say that's number one. I like, so agree. Your intention is everything. Like I, so I want to be loved. I have to love myself, like really love myself. I went through a lot of like half my life not even loving myself and, and didn't even realize it. So now... My intention is like, hey, I want to, I am going to, I am loving myself. Mm-hmm. I am loving others. So that intention to add to what she was It's saying. a foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everything is like foundation. starts with foundation. If we have a selfish foundation and if we have a needy foundation, you know, that will translate to everything we do. So we started with the foundation and we got to have a self-honesty. Because if we're not going to have honesty, there you go. It's just doesn't doesn't matter where we go afterwards. The exactly. honesty is number one right now. Exactly what she's saying, and oh my god, this gives me goosebumps because right now we're in a society where everything is so surface level conversation, and no one is able, or I mean, I can't say no one, but typically, um, the default is always surface conversation, and we've learned to go really deep into conversation, really diving deep, and sometimes. That's like brutal honesty, you know, you know, asking your friend or family member, Hey, how are you doing? They're like, Oh, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. How are no, you really doing? Like, 
are you really doing? And I want to add that I had a really profound conversation with my mother like two weeks ago. And I went so deep that things came out that she hasn't told me and hasn't told anybody because I was like, I'm going to go deep with my mother because no more surface level conversation, no more mask, no more, no more fakeness. Like I want to go really deep. And so when you're going to that point, you can bring out the truth and the integrity and then you install that love. Now you're going places. But I also want to like add the question, what is this life if there is no truth? Like if you're not, if you're not truly, truly to yourself, who you are, who are you, who are you, why you are here? Yeah. If you lie to yourself every second, then why you are here? It just doesn't make any sense. It's true. It doesn't make any sense to, you know, to touch the surface because it's empty. Mm-hmm. Absolutely empty. We're carrying so much, uh, you know, wisdom and treasures as in human beings that possible to exchange and evolve, you know, using that exchange. And when Lamont said brutal honesty, I think there is no such thing as a brutal honesty. <laughs> It's just honesty. Let me rephrase it. Yeah, it's just honesty. You're just honest because how else can you be? It's true because in the beginning when I first met her, uh, I come from American culture. Of course, I'm American and she's Russian. So, Siberian. So like mm-hmm. sometimes she's so direct and so raw. I was like, man, it's a little bit rude to be. But then <laughs> I understood that I grew up in a society where everything is always fluff around mm-hmm pillows going around the bush, but not going direct. And, you know, as I've, you know, evolved and still upgrading, I learned to like be honest with myself. And so therefore you're honest with yourself. You can be honest with others because if you're lying to yourself, then you're always lying to others. Mm -hmm. So I've learned this new program from Polo, which is amazing. And and it's being honest. It's not being rude or nothing, but it's yeah. being honest. But but I can say you can be honest with yeah. love. Gently. Intention matters. Out of love. I learned it from Lamont, you know, to be more gentle in my honesty, because before it was just like, <laughs> hello. Straight up. Like, <laughs> I don't like it. It's not cool. Do it again. I'm like, hey, you got to be a little bit nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, there's no hostility here. It's just love. <laughs> Actually, I think this is really great. I want to bring and kind of dive a little bit deeper into that point about, well, one, if in my my personal experience is that any good relationship is a mirror. It's going to show you Mm -hmm. your deepest hurt, Mm -hmm. your deepest wounds, your darkest dark. Mm -hmm. It's also going to reveal your lightest light. And part of Mm -hmm. the, I, I imagine to some degree, you guys have some kind of influence inside of like this, like yin yang philosophy of masculine, feminine, of push and pull, of give and receive, of light and dark. In that, there is something for you mm-hmm. to learn from her experience. In that, hey, like be direct. That doesn't mean that it doesn't come without intention and compassion, because there is such a thing as being a dick and saying like, well, I'm just being honest. Like that is a thing. Like you can absolutely be honest and be a dick, but you can also be honest, and be like, hey, like mm-hmm. that's really that's not cool. Like I, it's not at least it's not cool for me. And as long as we continue to Mm -hmm. interact with one another, that is going to continue to not be cool. And Mm -hmm. being able to learn how to be direct, but also be soft, but then also be able to be soft and also direct for, you know, no, depending on where we land on the spectrum, right? So it sounded like for you that it was learning how to 
be more direct and not put as much fluff. Whereas for her, it's like, Hey, like still be direct, but maybe there's like some softening sometimes. And like, that sounds to me like mm -hmm. the, the ultimate union of love, if you will, is that transparency. It is that mirror. It is that, Hey, we're both on our journey. We're both learning. We're both going through it. And true unconditional love isn't, I love you so as long as, or I love you if it's, I love you and there's work to do. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like how you yes. showed up with your mom is how you show up with each other. And that's really the, the technology, mm -hmm. if you will, is letting unconditional mm -hmm. love and intention be that guide. There you go, oh, man. Yes, you said it. Totally. But to get to that place, that's why um, on with New Sutras, we start to explore. We've been doing so many fun gigs together. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the very interesting experiences that we've been through, uh, how you call it, um, that we did with um, the, the, the films when we was imitating. Oh, the, it was the, uh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a people coordinating intimate coordinating, scenes yeah. uh, in intimacy movies. coordinator intimacy coordinator so we've intimacy been we've okay. been uh, people uh who was a models for the huge group of uh intimacy coordinator online for and, films and for films for, for films and so we we've been in a facility and we've been with professionals who doing all the films you just named uh and they coordinating intimate scenes mm. And oh my goodness, we learned so much. First, we went through uh, so many humps of, you know, because you play in different scenes. Sometimes a violent scene sometimes is like, you got to imagine yourself being uh, like in different roles and, and it's affecting your psychology so much. So you can, in these moments, to feel, you know, how, yeah. how different approaches mm -hmm. physically, intimately, int in intimacy, they can affect you. And we learned also so much in terms of the delivery, because in relationships, uh, as soon as we all have a certain amount of wounds, and when we hear something and attach our wounds like a button, right away the reaction comes and we get into the fights. And we learned that there is actually alternative ways of communication. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not just the verbal communication, but it's also communication of how you're testing each other's, mm -hmm. you know, boundaries, what's pleasant, what's not mm -hmm. in a certain way. And we was applying basically everything we've been learning as in movers, as in dancers, as in yogis and, you know, people who work in TV and film into this practice to help couples to actually find that language where they can still be very honest and deliver to each other what they feel and how they would love to feel and ask for help, which is normal, but do not hurt one another. So that was a kind of key point. It was groundbreaking. It was groundbreaking for us yeah, in our that. relationships because they wasn't like perfect when we met. They it was we had a very, very difficult and challenging times. Very, very difficult, mm. very painful times on on all levels. But we only went through because first we felt, and it was like Lamont said, it was intention, the foundation, you know, that we felt in the depth of, our, depth of our heart that we've been through so many relationships. And if we're not going to step from our egoistic perspective and just, you know, love first, we love each other. Now let's help each other to get better. Mm. And we got to have patience and we got to find the tools to make this interesting, to make this fun. Mm. 
you know, because it's, if it becomes a super hard work on a daily basis, nobody want to do it. It's exhausting. So you gotta, you gotta make it inspiring. You gotta make it fun. Yeah. You have to change the framework and say, say I'm making a heart like this is, this is work for yourself. Mm. And we always end up putting up these borders and you, and you know, and again, lying to ourselves and saying, Oh, it's going to be hard. And so you make an excuse to not mm. do it versus saying, like this or is, I'm cool here. I don't need to change. I'm okay. That, yeah. That's where I was on my before the journeys. I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm straight. I had so much. <laughs> and then your partner's struggling from this. Like I can't. It's it's really hurting me. No, no, I'm good. I'm cool. This is this is you. You work mm. on that. So th there is, you know, this uh, in common ground where you gotta like being able to hear one another because it's ultimately a big blessing when uh two partners helping each other grow absolutely and you have to hold yourself accountable and that means being honest like because typically i was raised you know with you know dysfunctional or hurt family so i was always blaming people oh it the reason i'm here because of this person or this or my dad with this yeah. and that and when i stopped learning blaming other people and taking accountability for myself that's when everything changed for me mm. and it was being honest and it was and it was an honesty that was really hard to like to to like face like oh wow it was me that was always blaming other people versus working on myself or being responsible mm -hmm. for myself because ultimately yeah. you come in this world alone and you leave alone so it's it's really your purpose and your mm. path so it's you know for here to do the work okay so yeah. real quick i, I want to I want to bring this back to a foundational question here. We're, we're dropping a lot of, we're, we're diving into a lot of really juicy things around love and communication and integrity and honesty. And I want to real quick touch back on what is in, in, in like the actual practice, what does Neo Sutras look like in reality? So know that we had mentioned that there was breath work, that there was movement, that there were these things. But when I come into Neo Sutras, like let's just say I'm coming into that container I can expect what, what am I going to be doing? Cause what I'm gathering, and if I'm wrong, please correct me. I'm gathering that this is specifically for couples or at least people of at least two, because I, I don't not. I mean, I, maybe there is like an individual practice, like the actual, like, <laughs> like going in and like dropping in some nasty things. Like I see Lamont going in and they're doing, <laughs> but like, is, would you say that you are specifically focusing one with couples and two using the, the art, and, and the technology of love as a way to connect through various practices. What does this look like in reality? I'll let Okay, so um, originally it is practice for couples, okay. but starting with our book, that is absolutely for everybody. Halaman said this a genius phrase, it's for everybody with the body. Mm. Why? Because this book is guiding you through self-understanding. And also understanding, you know, of the dynamics that um, we're experiencing when we are in the presence of the other person, because your dynamics is changing. When you are with someone, you're already influenced by someone's energy and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And in this book, we, in a very gentle form, unraveling, you know, basically, how does this work when two people physically in each other presence and we have an like certain amount of asanas that showing 
what is energetically, intentionally, uh, in terms of the safety, engaged and working in certain positions. So that's answering the question for who. It's for everyone. But um, certain parts you're practicing on your own. And, you know, this is like we have certain certain part when we teaching of just, you know, to feel your body first, mm. feel what's comfortable for you to find the dormant zones, to find where you feel good, where you don't feel good, to understand yourself. Mm. And then we've using it with, uh, you know, with like some other person or a partner, a present partner with who you're with. And then more deeper work starts. So in terms of the practice, it's very playful movement. So what it allowed to achieve, let's say, when we go on to this stage of intimacy with one another, are we ever talking? Okay, so before we get into it, let's figure out what is comfortable for you what is comfortable for me what do you like we never talk about it like maybe some very single rare individuals so to understand without you know uh being scared to hurt one another mm -hmm. the place practice comes along so we start in playing with the different you know asanas asanas being uh, poses combined Yes, poses, uh, and you know, and and ask people how do they feel, because again, based on our wound situation, you know, like one person will feel incredible just being, you know, even hugging like this, mm -hmm. because she will feel Protected. the sense of protection from her back and her lower back, you know, and his stomach is here and his heart is in the back, and she will feel so serene and he will feel very masculine and you know like in his in his uh perfect uh flow mm -hmm. but for some person it can be other it can be this mm -hmm. you know it can be heart to heart mm -hmm. and we created really like big amount of asanas that helping people first lose up the fear of you know being not good enough or i don't know being because we always care right am i pretty enough mm -hmm. am, am i so showing myself enough like right the single thing so when you're playing and falling a couple times and feeling uncomfortable and laughing it loses up that you know too much when we're too much self-conscious and it helps people to have fun and to understand exactly. hey there is nothing scary about us being intimate and, and we finding the best ways of how we can puzzle with one another. And how you say it is bringing back the playfulness of everything. Cause yes, kids, that's a key word. As, as you're a kid, you're not thinking mm -hmm. about all these intricate things. You're just in the play zone. So, basically, so allowing yourself to be that. We dropping again, the mind, what's the difference between adults and the, the child? Child feels in the heart and goes for it. Like immediately, <gasps> no filters, there is no, no there is no head mm -hmm. until the you know child become conscious and all these programs that society teachers and friends and everybody you know kind of like created. So then, usually in the teenager years, we see that it's the most hardest period for 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 the child to tr transition because they understand everything they felt before. Oh my God! Now they start thinking, and we dropping. From the head to the heart, heart with this practice because we become again playful kids mm -hmm. in adult bodies and that's helped 
to just, you know, to just enjoy. We're coming back to the joy. Mm. And of course, um, when this, uh, you know, like teachings happening, we're talking about the, the ways of delivery. There is certain t- tools that you can use to deliver information, like we mentioned before, so it doesn't hurt your partner. Mm. So they apply this language and between each other, there is, again, there is a different dynamic start being born because we don't have schools for adults. And we created a, I guess, maybe one of the first, I don't know of the first, I don't want to say that, but one of the first actually knowledge that which, which is accessible for adults mm. to enjoy and to enjoy one another, to play with one another and to be this in this child kind of like child like state. Yeah. Yes. With one another. So it, it improves all other life aspects afterwards because we kind of starting from the root. So I'm going to give my side too. I feel like because me and her are, we have a soul tie. So we, we've been together for, millennia even more than that timeless we've been together i know this um so once we're both in reconnection in this 3d matrix we're able to receive downloads and the information because we're we you know we're dancer artists so we get lots of downloads and this is what i receive like this is this is ancient or futuristic or ancient there is no past present or future but we're receiving information and we're in our purpose and our passions and we're able to receive that information on top of what you say. So it's, that's, what I, that's my side. Okay. So which reason here? <laughs> you guys riff off of each other very well. I can tell that the energy is like this ping pong. It's just like da da da, which oh, it's, yeah. it speaks to, it's it speaks to yeah. the work, you know, it speaks to the work and in, in the ability to actually dive deep. And what I'm hearing is it is the, uh, the unconditioning of the conditioning, both in our mind and our bodies, the habitual patterns that have been either been given to us through potentially friends, society, family, whatever it is, those adaptations that our mind and body create as defense mechanisms. Because I can say from personal experience that intimacy, whether it be in a, in a sexual intimate relationship, but just in general was something that was a challenge because we aren't taught nor encouraged to mm-hmm. explore in safe containers our minds and our bodies not only with ourselves or i'm sorry with others but with ourselves and it sounds like to that mm-hmm. original point i was i was bringing forward was is this a solo is this a solo practice or is this something that's done together and what i'm hearing that you're saying is that it's anybody who has a body it is for that as mm-hmm. long as you have a body it is for you right and part yes. of it sounds like it's it's that reclamation of self. It's the reclamation of our own mind and body such that when we enter in to the union space, we now are coming with the knowledge and awareness of, hey, like these are my boundaries or here are my traumas or here are my pains. Let's communicate them. Let's let's play, right? Let's play and not seeing our, our challenges and our <laughs> struggle as something that should be ran away and avoided and tucked down because that's what we were conditioned to do, but actually to lean into them and, and bring it to the table and see how through our our union, through our breath, through our movement, we can actually heal not only individually, but together, because that's really what it's all about. I mean, yeah, we can go and do the inner work, but you could do all of your yoga and all your meditation in the world, but you'll never be truly tested. And when you're actually in the arena with your partner, being in there and, and taking on and facing those challenges. 
Yeah. Very well oh, totally. articulated, Wolf. Very totally. well. Very well articulated. You that's why that's why we created being in tribe as in people. Like we are not by ourselves. We there's a big population of us and, and we created this way to have this exchange. Because when we're meeting someone and interacting with someone, we ultimately receiving some message, right? Like mm. we maybe just not feel it the whole time. And with the people with who we're closest, that's the tightest connection we're having. So obviously that pulls out on the surface everything what we would never know being on our own. Absolutely. It would just not have space to be, um, you know, arrived on the surface. How many times have you heard that someone could bring out the best in you or the worst in you? Yeah. And it's it's, 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 I just want to also kind of state that it doesn't mean that we are comparable with just every person. It's true. It's not true. We cannot be comparing with every man, comparable with every man or every woman. No, like it's still uh, some people who have this um, energetic imprint that is kind of matching. It's based again on the fundamentals of your like being fundamentals right what is my fundamentals Mm -hmm. and what is your fundamentals Mm -hmm. and when they are matching then we are having you know the same ground to build on but if one is here and one is somewhere here it's not good it's not bad but they are not matching and it's always going to happen this you know um energy yeah it's it's not gonna it's not gonna work So it's important to kind of pinpoint from the early stages. So basically when I was younger, you know, I was into just hooking up, hooking up, hooking up with girls. And so this is what I was getting. I was getting just hooking up. So that was, that's where I was. And then, you know, I was attracting like the bad toxic partners in my life because I was toxic. Mm. Oh, snap for that. People needed to hear that. Yeah. So again, what Paula stated, it boils down to the fundamentals of where you are, like where you are, you're going to attract. And it we're looping basically mm-hmm. self-honesty, what is fundamentals, and then we're looking at the fundamentals, mm-hmm. you know, but you cannot start with fundamentals without self-honesty. And um, I can relate because I've been in so many different stages in my own life path and uh, I remember the state when you feel needy, you know, and as a woman, it's quite easy to fall into that game on feeling needy and thinking that all the world's supposed to provide for you, but it's not how it works. And um, it's, it's, you know, it's a very vulnerable place to be because when you uh, experience a neediness and you're looking for your partner as in provider and everything, it's basically you're looking for a bandaid to put on mm. the self-work that you suppose as, as just a, a human being, you know, because a uh, female is a human being who also needs self-realization. It's just in a different form from the male. Like we, we kind of construct it differently, you know, but mm. it doesn't mean that we got to sit at home and do our nails and makeup and, you know, do not have, you know, any self, any self-work and self-realization. This is not true. And I've been there. I've been there for quite a long time. 
And I understand how it's to be there, understand how to be in toxic relationships and abusive relationships. And, you know, all these jams was happening probably, actually almost sure, to actually be present, to taste it. You know why, though? To taste it. So I know how this, how this, how this, how this. And now by by understanding all the plethora of choices that can be mm. created in, in relationships between two people, now... I have that awareness and that wisdom. And I know that there is no way for me to hide under any wound that telling me, no, you girl, you can do this. You can just chill or, you know, something else. It's again, it's a bandaid. I know that the life will circle me around anyway. Mm. And I would need to, you know, open up to whatever I supposed to open up because behind Every wound, there is a source of huge potential that's mm. stored. And as soon as we're opening up and, and like we're basically liberating ourselves from this wound, that's where we're receiving so many blessings. But this is some like some sometimes most of the time the hardest thing to do. In summary, everything is your teacher love. Yeah. All these are your teachers. It's like like you, you wouldn't have a reference if you didn't have to go through these stages. Like those are all your teachers. And when you look at it as a teaching, then then you'll then then you'll understand like, oh, this is my path. You're supposed to go through it. If we can, you know, save the efforts and bring more clarity to people who are willing to explore self-explore and make their lives better it's important to have intention to actually i want to have this beautiful life you said it right there you said when people are seeking it's like when i say when the student when the student is ready the teacher will appear that's will appear because you have Mm -hmm. to seek the knowledge you have to seek and when you're in that thought frequency you're going to attract that into your life Mm -hmm. yeah but what i um meant to say that this, like what we're doing right now, it's available, right? It's available and you, and you can start with the, the book that's very pleasurable for the mm-hmm. eyes. It's again, creating, it's gone through the art form because the art is the biggest truth. Mm. The art is the pure expression of the energy. And what can touch and inspire and deliver more than the art. So we always go in, in, as soon as we're both artists, I'm traditional artist, a month movement artist, we're combining these tools to actually deliver even more powerful messages. And everyone who wants it, having access to it. But we understand also that it's, um, it's a very kind of new concept. Oh my God, how come I can like do practice for couples? Again, it's, it's something innovative in terms of the not as, as a as a system because Kama Sutra actually it's not just an intimacy guide but it's the it's a Bible of love that teaches of you know all these things how to actually be in a relationship how to be in a marriage and all this stuff but like people just know the little part of it yeah so this is not something extremely new mm. but it's something that we awaken right now because we see the this is the core like for us for all of us as in human beings to change to the better absolutely we ultimately all want to have a better life but what do we do to have a better life it's important to start uh, with the self 
upgrade and self-purification. And then in your micro world, we always call in the micro world as our family, the strongest unit possible. When there is a peace in our families, when there is a love rising from our families, we go on and we share in this love all over. And so imagine the world where every family is content and happy and vibrant and they all share it with the other. We're going to just turn this world in the other frequency. Yeah, because family is the ultimate reference for your blueprint. Uh, it's like it's your blueprint, your family. Everything's happening. If you grew up in a broken starting. home or a dysfunctional home, you know, in you're going to end up. And so I didn't have the best of all families and grew up very angry and very mm. uh, not loving. So same, same here. But it's it's a lot of us. It's yeah. and and that's why we can understand that when we are little people, we suck in everything like a sponge. So from the bigger people, which is our parents, from their love, if they love each other, if they fulfill in one another, then the child is happy. And then the child grow and be in, in a healthy spirit. And then the child will continue that. So but, it's a ripple effect. But I can say too, there's like, I'm not here to blame and judge my parents and those parents because mm. it's like hurt, hurt creates hurt. So I know that my father and my stepfather didn't have the, the proper guidance and education yes. to be a man and to be a father and to be a household person to provide. Mm-hmm. I can't blame them. But how beautiful is it that if I can learn how to love myself, I can mm-hmm. share that love and show them how to love. And you know, and like, radiant. thank you for... Yeah. Yes, and mm-hmm. thank you for touching upon this because a very important part of this process and quality is compassion. Because yeah. if we don't have compassion, we can judge everything around our parents and everybody around. The compassion is so crucial. Look what love breeds, though compassion, empathy. It, it's it's like, understanding it's so... that basically everybody doing the best they can do in the moment. Yeah, and you this, know, but in the same time, do not prove it. But also, if it's judgment, if it comes from judgmental place, then there's not loving place anyway. So, so how can you help? How can you guide? Show with your example, with your honesty. It's not supposed to be always pleasant and soft. Honesty can, you know, and honesty can pinch because you don't, you're not ready to receive it. But if you come in from the place space of compassion and you delivering some honesty to people, that's you know that's very much easier to accept. It's amazing what you said because this morning I was going through my timeline in my Facebook or Reels, whatever, and you see a bunch of Reels or TikToks and you see you know crazy things. And one video in particular was this guy. He had like some anger rage in the IHOP restaurant. He was angry and mad, and he was going off. And the first thing I thought is like, everybody was laughing at him and judging him. Oh, why is he crazy? What's going on? And then, you know what? I realized all this dude needs is just love. And yeah. you know what? He, he probably grew up in a very uh, dysfunctional, not loving home. So he, you know, he, he's angry. And then people laughing at him and judging him made it worse. And I'm like, this is why society is the way it is because there is no compassion. And so people aren't taught compassion. So this is why when she said, you know, compassion, like, like I felt it, like I can actually understand and like emphasize, empathize with him and show him compassion because he didn't have love. You know, if it was me like two years ago, I'd probably be like judging him too. Oh, he's crazy. Why is he acting like that? 
But now where I am in the state, I can understand, wow, I can feel bad, you know, like I understand how he feels and there's no love. And this is what's on media. It's like all hate, no compassion, nothing. It's just always just like. It comes also from the competition-based, you know, competition-based society. And uh, we're not supposed to compete with one another because competition creates that. I mean, mean, there's healthy competition too, to like push yourself, but it's not, I would say it's not a competition. It's a growth. It's exchange of the growth, but like, um, and also if we're talking about the competition, if the competition have the fundament of, uh, you know, evolving, with the self-love and sharing it with others, that's going to be a totally different story because some competitions most of the time pushing ourselves to the edge where, you know, our physical, mental and everything is crashing, pushing yourself to the limit. But we are not created, you know, kind of to push ourselves to, to, to the limit. So it's, it's another interesting concept to be explored. It's possible still to compete, but again, how you getting ready for the competition, how you preparing yourself for the, the competition intention. intention. If you see that your body breaking apart and your coach telling you, no, you got to go, you push, you got to go again. You say, no, my body's really on the mm-hmm. edge. Mm-hmm. I abuse myself there you go. for any competition or for any, you know, um, like event. It is not worth it. But we still seeing this in 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 um, many like um, training, like like boxing, fitness, for example. Everything. It's a brutal part of like people hitting Even each deaths. other and can die on on this competition. You know, so it's it's ultimately doesn't make any sense. But you know, I feel like all that comes from like when you're in the vibration of frequency and love. Therefore, you're going to have consciousness because yeah, then you're, you're able gonna... to listen to your body. Because before I was not listening, like I was pushing, pushing, pushing. But now I'm more conscious. Hey, Lamont, your body, your exosuit or your cyber suit needs to rest. You need to rest your body. You need to get proper rest, eat proper mm-hmm. foods. Time away, you know, Zen, whatever it is, like you have to listen to yourself and listen to your body. But you and know what you... happens uh, when we shift in towards that frequency of being the desires of doing such things are just disappearing. It happens automatically. Uh, you cannot hear certain certain. Do you mean self destructive or like self harming type behavior, thoughts, and engagement? Is that what we're pointing at? Totally. And I can bring my example. Uh, when I was eighteen years old, I you know I was like so rigid and so goal getter, and I was dancing in a the biggest in the most famous dance company in Russia, which was training us like a soldiers. And we've been training for 12 hours a day. And I was losing my consciousness, my breath, you know, like I I couldn't breathe. Like that's how they, and I had so many issues with my health and was paralyzed for six months and I couldn't move all because of this, um, extreme trainings Mm -hmm. that's supposed to make us a good dancers but it's not because it's it's you know it's again it's it's a totally different um totally different agenda it didn't come from the space of love Mm, absolutely it was competition it was competition go hard doesn't matter the best gonna do it and it created very you know uh depressive dysfunctional behavior 
uh, like for me, for, for the future, you know, steps and the future things that I had in life. But since uh, I got into, into yoga, it was very slow transition. It didn't happen very yeah. quickly, but it was very slow transition when you starting to realize how your body responded and there is different forms of practices and there is different ways of being and living. Yoga taught me that there is no competition. Yoga starts on the mat when everybody coming on the mat, you are starting your yoga journey. There is no competition. Doesn't matter how you do it. If you feel good, do it. Mm -hmm. So it taught me a different philosophy. And if before I loved all this aggressive, you know, dance styles and I was listening to music like that is, you know, provoking all this rajasic energies in you that you want to punch mm. somebody. It's like, you know, it's making you. <laughs> then after I realized that I don't have the desire to listen to this music, my playlists are changed. My dance style has changed. Mm. I didn't want you know, to do all this very sharp, aggressive movements that, you know, with my neck and my chest and crumping and all this stuff. So it are organically happening. There is no such thing that you feel, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I cannot do it anymore or I'm not doing it anymore. There is no sorry because you're evolving past it. And I brought it up because I already kind of like foreseen the questions, you know, oh, but if I love it so much, should I still not doing this because it's not resonating with the love frequency, blah, blah, blah. No, you just organically not, will not want to do it. Mm. It's, you will connect with yourself. I have, I have a new perspective of that. Oh, no, sorry. Go on. Go on. I was going to say, it sounds like your, the, your expression is correlated with your energy in that if my energy is erratic and angry and frustrated, I might be like down some like crumping. Like I might like actually get in there like that because my body is trying to express yeah. what I'm holding within. But as, yeah. Exactly. yeah. And, and as we, as you kind of said multiple times is tuning into that frequency of love and being mindful about what we are really ingesting and digesting in, in that our interactions with our people, with the foods that we eat, with the music that we listen to, with the way that we're moving our bodies the point that you made about it's about competition and doing the best. Like what came through for me was this idea about you know, being the best versus being our best. And what is my best in this moment? What is my best today? And part of that is having that self, like almost like patience and compassion to really tune in and be like, okay, you know, like today, my hundred percent looks like today's yesterday's 20% and being able to let my body and express in that way. It is this very, intuitively informed way of living one's life, not only through say Neo Sutras and those actual asanas, but also how we choose to orient our lives. Because if we are the sum total of what we consume and also digest, not what we just consume, but actually digest and process the end goal to some degree, if there is any end goal is that we are more loving, compassionate beings unto ourselves. And the natural byproduct of that is we do it unto others, right? Lamont, what you said about the, seeing that person having their experience and in, in the previous version of you would have judged. But when you came from compassion and even I would hear curiosity, like the, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what that person's been through. I don't know what they've gone through. I don't know what they're going through right now, but that if I allow yeah. the, the resonance of my love to let that vision guide what I'm seeing and experiencing, well, I might just be a little bit more mm, understanding at the very least to those around me, which obviously pours into our relationship once again. Absolutely. Well, 
Well stated, Wolf. <laughs> you laid it down. I, I mean, that's when. Go for it, Dick. Yeah, basically, I want to add to what she's saying because my background was in breaking, b-boying. And, you know, it's street dance is very aggressive and it's about, you know, like proving yourself. So we had to always win our competitions and it was like ego-based, ego-driven. And so after my awakening, spiritual awakening, um, the medicine was saying, hey, you need to start training in a way of that now you're healing yourself versus uh, destroying yourself. Mm. And so that intention changed. And since then, I felt my body is actually changed. I mean, of course, I still push myself in different ways of to master certain movements, but now I use it with the proper intention of like, hey, I'm going to use, use this energy for a little bit more um, inspiration to to push past a certain goal. So I believe that there should be a, a balance of both, but most intentionally like healing through your movement. Healing through movement. So it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all comes back... Uh, comes back to the intention and in terms of new sutras is not it's not about asanas it's it's again it's um how we feel here mm-hmm. we're going to extend past it mm-hmm. so that's why we are starting with this with us and asanas uh basically what is asana each pose is a create certain energy code within our body that's the whole knowledge of yoga based on activation of, you know, this uh, codes, this nadis, these channels within our body. When we are doing certain poses, twists, stands, right? We're activating mm-hmm. our body. And so it start, you know, vibrate, it start to evolve and know, uh, and, and our consciousness, our energy, everything is tuned in with mm-hmm. this. So it's so much more powerful than people think. Because we, we're looking at it from the kind of fitness perspective, but it's not, it's, it's much deeper. And then it teaches you um, self-knowing, it teaches you self-comfort, mm-hmm. it teaches self-understanding, and then it teaches you also communication mm-hmm. with in the a, others. In a way, it makes it beautiful because now we're translating our language in a way in the perspective that the viewer can understand it which is through visual, like we're very uh, visual beings, but they're still getting the message. This is why typically the message that we're getting is like, wow, we feel this. We can't, you know, we can't even describe how we feel, but we feel this, this energy coming from the screen onto the viewer and they feel a sense of love and like this unity, this love is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And but that's it, the whole intention but, too. But it absolutely doesn't mean that uh, because we're doing like some, quite advanced advanced uh, stuff as well as in movers and dancers. So it totally doesn't mean that every person who doesn't have practice, professional do practice, cannot yeah. tune in with what we're talking about. We're still professional dancers. So our jam is different from the person who is, you know, maybe painter or photographer because we love to explore with our bodies. That's how we came here like that's our passion but the all the other things that almost everybody can do they are still accessible for for each individual you don't need to go crazy on st- stand on your head to achieve the enlightenment exactly it's like but you can't you want to basically find <laughs> it if you have a desire but it's like not the not something if you're not gonna do this 
you're not going to activate. This is never going to mm-hmm. work for you. Um, and I mean, there is, there is certain yogis who are saying, you know, that, you know, certain things are affecting, affecting your practice or your achievements. And it's true. Some things is true. But it's but, not a one size fits but all. But I'm talking about the intentions we uh, dedicated this conversation to in terms of love, in terms of connection, self-knowing, and to have a um, pure, beautiful communication understanding between partners. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have this uh, enormous physical physical abilities. Exactly. This this why uh, this why I keep on saying it's like the Neo Sutras and the Sabi Yoga is not just a physical practice. It is a state of mind. It's like oh, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. We're just setting our example through our expression. You can take the same concept in in like a philosophy and apply it to a, a MMA fighter or a poet or a pianist or whatever, like it, it's about the concept of mind. It, it is simply a state of mind. Mm-hmm. You take this practice to your practice, the self-love, the compassion to love others. So as you say, in a way it is, <clears throat> you said state of mind, it's having your, your personal unique experience filtered through this, this way of being really, this way of thinking, this way of acting, that you don't have to be uh, the perfect acrobat and do a triple backflip and balance on one hand and hit the perfect, because I've seen some of your stuff, man. People look some of your stuff, you're like, I don't know, I can't really balance on one arm yet. Like I'm training it, but like that shit's hard. It, you know, it takes a minute to get there. You don't gotta be that though. You, you can be where you're at and yeah, apply exactly. that state of mind. People get it twisted. They think that this practice is like oh, only for the elite. No, it is a state of mind. And you know what? I think I need to do a better job of uh, clarifying that. Like it, it's it's simply a state of mind. Mm. Upgrade mental, physical, and spiritual upgrade. That's all it mm. is. And whatever a department, just upgrade yourself. You know, we're, we're here to upgrade. Like always getting the new iPhone, the newest computers, but why are we not upgrading ourselves? Mm. Yes, oh, it's tech. It's the uh, we are the tech. We are the we're, we're the most advanced technology. We are. It's like one of the, uh, I don't know how to call this person. The person who's kind of you know dedicated his life to the spiritual path is a very big observer. Guru, uh, yeah, Guru. He he mentioned that we transitioning, you know, like like a pancakes. We transition from one time to to another time. <laughs> And right now we're in a pancake of the digital era and we just passed the pancake of, um, it was physical air, you know, then it's digital air, then it's creative era. And then it's a spiritual era. I don't know if it's awkward order, but it resonates to my heart and like just observing how, you know, we evolve as humans before it was just physical. Right. Then, uh, Actually, yes, uh, technology, then creative. Mm. Right now we're in a creative creative phase when technology and creative start to match one another. And uh, we as an NFT artists, uh, we joined an NFT community uh, about eight months, eight and a half months ago for us to witness the pioneering stages of how creators getting together and how they innovating mm. and how actually creators getting and stepping their game up, educating themselves, because usually the artist is the one who is poor, 
you know, eating bread and water and, and just like struggling, don't know how to, how to sell anything. NFT is changing it. Like right now we have like education, people educating each other. There is artists uh, right now that not going to work with nobody without contract. You know, there's like artists upgrading. They start to feel worthy of yeah. what they do. They understand yeah. their value. Mm, so technology. it's changing so much right now. And it's happening really fast. It's happening so quickly. It, and we seen like the future coming when, you know, these creators that see what other people don't see. Kind of They're going to create the future because they visionaries. They well, creating the uh, the new dynamics. Well, I think what's happening is that is like the the abundance of the artist's mind is now transitioning into the cyberspace, which is going to create even more expansion of creativity. Yes, and it gives a lot of opportunities and a lot of tools that we had no access before, and that's what helps us creators to you know to also spread it wider and. To make also our stuff more accessible, and also to tra translate our messages in a in a bigger range than it was possible before. Like when beautiful. you do one painting, it's gonna be in one gallery, nobody gonna even know about it. Yeah. But with NFTs, right now you can spread it on such a broad community. You have online galleries where everybody can join, and we we will invite you to our. It's yeah. gonna be first wellness. Web3 Wellness uh, Center in Metaverse that we are building right now. And it's going to be open like in a, probably in 25, 20 days. We already start to put the artist shows and mm -hmm. curate. We're going to curate, um, you know, the, the group of incredible 30 artists in there and have our courses uh, for people who want to, because we realize that also people who are sitting so long, and doing 3D and like other computer work, they sometimes really don't have like even the motivation to go and stretch and, and, and you know, like work on their body. So that's why we build in this. So any person can get in and not just the person who is an NFT, but uh, any other person. We're just using the latest tools and upgrading because we could create these courses and just post them on Instagram or something. But you're going to getting into the 3d wellness center it's super inspiring it's gorgeous and you will be able to choose any class you know and do it at, at the location that's convenient for you even even more important of uh, uh bring the spirituality into the tech space which is yes. like important like i had the vision of cyber yoga before it was like a cool name but now fast forward i'm like oh wow i was thinking about the future and now so Neo Sutra is, is doing just that. It's bringing the, the love and the compassion and the spirituality into the NFT tech space because yep. people need it. Like yeah. we, we, having the balance of. True. Because when we go into the, this digital digitalization, mm -hmm. we get fascinated by the robots or new machines. We totally forgetting the most advanced technology is this. We are the machines. We did not explore Spiritual one machines. little particle of what we're capable on doing. So our vision is, you know, to still, the community is amazing, but to still, hey, 
please look at this. This is a real skills. This is the real potential that we're carrying. That's what the Sab Yoga philosophy was about, love, is that we are the spiritual machines. We are the technology. Why are we giving power to external tech when we are the most advanced technology? And, we and, upgrade. We, we and, Totally. No, no, sorry. no, I'm sorry. No, no, go, go on. Yeah, <laughs> but we, we, are, we, we are the technology and we're always like forgetting it. Like why? Like this amazing technology, like it's, it's like the, the basically Incredible. the interfacing of the spiritual into the body, that unity. But the most probably, it. you know, a decent message is this is amazing to have technology, but do not... Serve technology. Let the technology serve us. us. Use the technology to advance yourself. Like how we're talking right now. Save your time on having, you know, more time dedicated to self-evolution, to self-progress. And that happens with balance because now, like, we are in this uh, fast-forward age of tech and everything is happening so fast. And like you said, people are serving the tech. Like, people are always on their phones, but not... We are connected but not connecting at hmm. all as hmm. humans. We're not connecting. Like we're on their phones. We're busy. We're not even paying attention to ourselves. Therefore, anybody else. But if you find that balance of using the technology to find that balance, then we're going places. Mm. I want to highlight that connected, but not connecting bit. Because I think that that yeah. is a lot of what it can be lost, not saying is being lost, but can be lost when we, Mm -hmm. when we allow technology to use us versus us using, us using technology. And a lot of it is that it is designed in a way where it is hijacking our neurobiology. It's set up to, to give us those quick dopamine hits. It gets us addicted. And then we have to cycle through more and more pleasure in order to, to feel the way we want to feel versus and tying it back to the original thing here, which is realizing I, we have this innate capacity as you know, these infinite beings, this manifest version of, of energy, if you will, to, create our experience but when we take that that autonomy that power and that sovereignty and give it to technology in a way it's as if we are giving away our soul they say like selling your soul to the devil and in that case not that technology is the devil but that with the wrong intention it it can be the devil it can strip you away of of your innate capacity to heal to grow Mm -hmm. to be connecting with others and to see that for Mm -hmm. me for example you know lamont we've only interacted a couple of times in person ever yeah. like less mm-hmm. than a handful and for yeah. me to you zero this is our first time connecting yeah first time well, like, this is our first, first time. time ever interacting and it is through this medium we're able to share and have this conversation it wouldn't have been possible without it but we came with intention we came with the Absolutely. let's share something that maybe will plant mm-hmm. even the tiniest seed that could elicit at a base level some kind of new thought or reflection right? Because if we are what we are ingesting, mm-hmm. the thoughts that we are creating through the interactions that we're having in this moment, technology has the capacity to do that. But it's not just stopping at getting connected. It's connecting. It's us hitting each other back up on social media like, yo, you're doing a f- great fucking job. Like, I see you. I see the work that you're doing. I see mm-hmm. the healing that you're creating. Shout out you. Because we can use yeah. it to connect more and more and more and share more and more and more. And we we build off of each other. We we. We, we ebb and we flow and, and we continue to elevate each other through our support. And that to me is the distinction between, oh yeah, I follow you. I don't talk to you. 
I don't know you. Yeah, I follow you. I'm not following you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's different. I mean, the, the, I mean, this is this is like the honesty, like like what you said, like we're we're not connected with each other. So you know that intention of. I mean, we can't connect with, with everyone who we're following or who following us. Uh, it's also not healthy, you know. Um, it's it's important to build authentic connections with the people with who you're resonating mm-hmm. with, but it's not a must to connect with everybody and with every you know fan or follower or like person you met. Sometimes you're just basically not matching. You you don't feel like there is something to connect with, and that's totally fine. Uh, but we're talking about like more kind of like a bigger bigger picture, you know, just to even being open-hearted when we go on in a grocery store or a cafe, mm-hmm. not just, hi, how are you? I'm good. And how are you? You know, but like real. And it takes a certain courage and takes a certain like state to be real on a daily basis mm-hmm. with just people who you are not maybe going to be a best friends or anything. But, just, but you can still be... Just, um, I'm sorry. Go on. No, no. I, I, I guess I explained it. It's just being my being real yeah. with each and, other. And this is this is like the beauty because like we have our own expressions, but it's the same but different. So I understand what you're saying, but my default is always like I always gonna respect and love everyone. Uh, but but then there's but it's like I feel like there's levels to that. You can take it a lot deeper when you have a connection with somebody. So when I'm, you know, all my followers are not my followers. They're my family. They're my friends. They're, 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 they're family, not followers. I call them family. And so again, I'm going to come from, you know, we're both coming from a compassionate space, but I just go a little bit more of like uh, respect all, love all. But when it's a deeper connection, then that's when it's more like tight. Mm. So okay. Yeah. It, it's just being intentional. And you make a perfect point, right? If you got a million, hundred thousand, ten thousand, doesn't matter how many familiars, followers, familiars, like how many people are with you, that even even in the way that you choose to to express, to create, and to share is done with intention. Like for me, I I actually personally spend like solid amount of time to do my best to engage with people that are part of my family. And I actually like that you said family. I'm going to start using that because for a while I was like, I don't like the term follower. I don't want people to follow me. I want people to. To, yes. to, to follow this is so funny because th- this is this is like the weird irony of like say like the brand i don't even like to say my brand but like follow the wolf it was never about follow me wolf it was always about so wolf is actually translated to truth you say i say honesty i say truth like to follow your truth to follow the truth that is deeply resonant within you that intuition that higher self whatever you want to refer to it as god jesus or anything in between however you relate to that that energy, that presence, it's that you follow that within yourself. Don't follow me, follow that intuition that you have. Find where in your life you aren't living inside of that truth and being able Mm -hmm. to go to the, go to the work on that, to do the work on that. As we've been saying from the beginning is it's not that we're, we're perfect all the time and we don't have wounds and things that we're that we're working through it's that mm. we can acknowledge them in their fullness and and bring love to those things that maybe we ourselves don't feel are lovable exactly so it's like we're, we're like oh i had a good day so i'm happy but what about when you have a bad day this is a, this when you apply that that love to the that's what you're doing the work 
like, oh, I, I booked a job or I made money. Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> but no, you have to be like, you have to work. And that's what makes it harder. But that breeds more integrity because now you're putting in the in the dues, you know, you got to apply that, apply that love to. to We're all going through it. Mm-hmm. We're all going through it. Doing it together. It's, it's yeah, it's, um, there is no perfect human being who don't have this moments and we have this moments and that's why we do what we're doing. And because, I'm grateful. I'm grateful because for it's, that. um, we understand, you know, like, okay, is it fun to sit in this depressive state or we're going to do something about it and we're going to do our best to re-navigate and to change it. And we're going to explore the ways of how to do this. Um, but it's, it can be relevant to absolutely every person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyone who watching us not supposed to feel, you know, do the right, do like this, do like this. No, like it's, we, a, path. it's a path. It's a process. We're all here exploring, exploring and learning and someone understands something better and something or sense something less. And the whole beauty is just uh, exchange without judgment can be hard too. Can be hard. Sometimes not to judge, not to react, not to get affected. This is not a lie. This is life. It is happening uh, with all of us. But more awareness and more practice we're applying, we're learning how to not take things personally, how to have more understanding, mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. use the way which is have less resistance, and how to choose what you really want, what you really love and resonates with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is ultimately why we do this because we share our perspective and someone may see it as like, wow, this is like a great way to start thinking. I look at all the hardships and all the failures as like my teachers and I'm actually grateful for them because I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for those. Mm-hmm. So you know, changing your framework or your perspective or frame of mind is always helps and saying, oh, this is something terrible or something bad, but look at it as a, a teaching or just an experience yeah. for you to grow. It, it sound, it's like all tied together. It's like this way that we are, that we're calling Neo Sutras at a fundamental level. We're saying whatever it is, just bring love, whatever your experience is, mm-hmm. bring love, let love lead the way. And if we do that consistently, and even when it's hard, yes, even when it's hard, because we can sit here and be like, Oh yeah, be love. But you know, like when somebody cuts you <laughs> off or calls you a name, looks at you funny or someone leaves a nasty comment, bro, like I'd be the first. It's not easy, but I, you know, I'm about like integrity and like doing the work. So I'm going to have to do it. And so I want to do it. Mm. So that's my truth. I'm like, Oh, this person did this. Okay. But Lamont, remember the lesson. Mm. You have to show them love, love, even when it's hard. It doesn't mean to prove everything what's happening around as well. You know, it's like, doesn't mean if person uh, abusing the animal and you just let's give him love. No, no, of course it's, not. It's, it's also, uh, it has like, to be. it's, it's also allowed in yourself to feel whatever is going within, not shut down any feelings, being honest, process them. Yes, I feel that. Oh yes, I feel that. But do not beat yourself up for anything that you feel. And that's what love is because there is a very different deformed, def, de Form, deformed, deformed. Yeah, uh, representation of love. Love yeah. it doesn't mean jump and hug and like. No, like you, you seeing it, 
you allowed in yourself to feel whatever mm-hmm. is coming out. This is love to yourself. You allowing. Mm-hmm. You're not beating yourself up. You're not judging yourself. And you know, we all it's do just, that. And we do this so much. And then you're like, okay, okay, okay. I feel it. I'm not there yet, but I, I, I'm intending to be. Okay. So, and, and even if you cannot experience certain things to other people, like shit, <laughs> pieces me off. But I, I would love, you know, to improve that, that, that feeling. I can't yet, but I'm allowing myself to process it. But you can't in yourself. You're not just going fully into emotion because when emotion comes, that's it. Boom, 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 boom. It's, it's going to go. But this is why I like the, I don't, I don't know whoever thought of it, but it's genius to me. It's tough love. It's like when you want the best for somebody and it's a little bit like, come on, like the tough love. I'm down with that because sometimes you have to people, you know, some people are raised different. And so she's always like giving me tough love. She's like, Lamont, you got to stop eating that. You got to, and I was like, you know, it may be abrasive, but she loves me. And that's, that's tough love. So I'm okay with that. As long as there's there's love in there, I'm all for it. Love. Actually, improvement in that area. <laughs> yeah, but it's like Before I can I, be mad at my sister was... for so many things. I'm like, come on, you got to just. And sometimes I could be very militant and very alpha. It but comes to delivery. Too. But, but it comes to delivery. Yeah. But there could be a balance. Yeah. So Love, love has yeah. many faces. It expresses itself in... Anyways, beautiful, beautiful. Well, tying this all together, guys, I, I want to make sure that people can find you. So what is the best way for people to learn more oh. about this Neo Sutras movie? Because like we've talked about it, we express a lot of really beautiful words, but I want people to see the genius, which I'll obviously be, be sharing uh, on socials, but I want people to be able to see the genius that you guys are creating. So what is the best way for people to connect with you? The easiest way is to accounts our website which is newsutras.net and the same Instagram, newsutras. So everything newsutras, newsutras Instagram and newsutras.net website. And we are posting all the press, all the innovations news that is coming out because so now a lot of things happening very fast. Mm -hmm. So if you want to keep up and to see what you want to join, just go on our website. And if you want to connect with us on daily basis and, you know, be more closer, uh, then, then send DM and just, you know, be close to us on our Instagram. Oh, I also wanted to add that we've actually created a new space uh, every Monday in California uh-huh. for movers, dancers, yogis, it doesn't matter. Uh, a Neo Sutras open class or practice movement called exploration. movement exploration. And just, we just allow people to come in and to just explore their movement. And sometimes mm-hmm. they do their own thing or we share together or we build, but we want to just provide a, a safe space for artists, dancers, movers to come yep. in and just to simply express. And it's already growing. So um, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to add that. It's, it's all really on our thing. Instagram. We post in That's little beautiful. snippets and, uh, it's a gorgeous big space. It's a ballet academy. We have a huge class, beautiful floors, mirrors, lights. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very nice environment. So we uh, inviting everyone to 
join us and to join you got a dm on our instagram because we have you know it's invite only we'll take that ding as a as a yes that scared me it was a yes a big old yes beautiful beautiful thank you guys for sharing that and one more thing as we start to wind up if there was one thing one thing that someone could take from everything that we've discussed to start and apply this this neo sutra's way of being and really tap into that love what is one thing that they can do to access that love from my take, it would be... Sorry about the dings. <laughs> they started Monday. Um, so my thing would be to start honesty. Please be honest with yourself of how you feel, of what you think, of what you want, and of what is now. Just start to really break down it for yourself. Intra introduction to yourself, a first thing. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I would say um, start practicing self-love, but really start practicing self-love. And it's not in a way of being ego-driven or narcissistic, but loving yourself authentically, like loving every part of yourself and say, hey, you know, pat yourself on the back when you do good things, you know, um, appreciate all the small victories, big and small, appreciate everything. And I feel like once you start from that place, then you can start to start loving others authentically as well. Mm. Self-love and honesty. And those filter into each other beautifully. Very, very well said. Well, thank you both so much for being here. It really is like, it's it's very special. Pleasure. And Wolf, thank you for what you do for uh, humanity and for community. I see what you're doing. It's amazing. Keep up the awesome work. You're definitely tribe. We're all try it but yeah it's it's beautiful what you're doing and thanks for having us and that was beautiful wolf yes thank you so much uh thank you so much for bringing this uh you know thoughts on the surface and uh, it was such a pleasure being in your presence and whatever you in la come jam with us Let's or explore <laughs> when we come to florida we'll be or, down yes. there and and do one of your uh ice ice bath challenges you can, totally. you can show me some of the movements in neo sutras i'll bring some people yes. yeah that'd be dope that'd be Boom. super awesome but Beautiful. yeah thanks again love you brother thank you so much for what you're doing keep on shining keep doing you and we're honored. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you. And before you dip, I'm going to do a little quick outro. Thank you so much for everyone who listened. It means a whole hell of a lot that you would you would let us share this medicine with you. Again, please check them out. And as always, continue to find, follow, live your truth, and follow the wolf within you. How? The cyber wolf. <laughs> the neo wolf. Much love, fam. Peace. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe and share this with your people. Big love, fam.